0: Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe.
1: All right, we are back, everybody. This is the Big Ten Show. <laughs> I was like, what are you waiting on? It's going. I, I was waiting for it to tell me that we're live, man. That is. It said it was live. <laughs> that is the almost famous Adam character. I am the much less famous Jeff Turn. This is the Big Ten Show. Where, if you were watching on YouTube, you saw me staring into a miss as I thought that we were not live yet. So, we're here, we're there. And by the way, Adam, I'm gonna show you a t shirt right now. Give me the likelihood of one to 10, 10 being it's a slam dunk, one being no shot in hell, that they end up in the Big Ten one day.
0: Okay, how far away, how far down the road is one day? Like, how uh, far down the road? Within 10 years. 10 years? No. 20 years? Yes. You think
1: so, NDSU? I
0: think so. I think so. They got to go D1 first, which they, they are. Can't just they just go playing... right to the Big Ten? No, that's why I think in 10 years they join one of the however many conferences we have at that point, but non-Power 5, there's probably only going to be like three at that point in time, non-Power 3 conferences, and then eventually if they keep kicking butt, which they've been doing as a non-FBS team anyways, then they can go Big Ten. A couple of things. Number one, I didn't know I had turquoise eyes with this shirt it looks like it but i'm wearing a v-neck i thought you shirt. were wearing
1: scrubs man i thought you were
0: wearing no, 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 scrubs no. to
1: start no, like you were no, doing no, some don't, you know what
0: I'm it up don't try to detract from what i'm about to bring up we've talked about what a v-neck means what does it mean jeff let's see if you ever listen to me
1: it's laundry day
0: <laughs> it means i could have dressed up but i chose not to we've talked <laughs> about this i had a teammate oh, yeah. in st louis jay wade he wore a v-neck every day every day every day finally at the end of the season we came in as rookies together he was a db from tennessee i go dude why do you wear a v-neck every day he goes it's because it's like i ch- i could have dressed up but i chose not to and that's like just that. my style bro and i was like all right cool i, I can rock with that too
1: how often do you wear I v i don't own one v-neck by the way zero
0: uh, pretty much when I come on this show, that's about that's it. it. That's it. That's right. <laughs> V-necks and collars. I don't, I don't wear them, uh, much else, but I like to, I like to look decent for the show presentable as much as I can anyway. So
1: Well, thanks for making this place look better than it should. Um, I, I want <laughs> <trying start> to start <laughs> with, with a topic that you and I were kicking around off the air one day. And, and I, I think it's an interesting concept because honestly, I'm going to take full credit for this. If it comes to fruition one day, Boy I've hog. heard no one ever talk about this. Okay. And, and it obviously involves the big 10 and the sec probably first and foremost and maybe if it's the the big 12 or the acc that sticks around i really think one day there will be no pac-12 but when it comes to these super conferences and the the ultimate goal for them is to make as much money as humanly possible on the backs of these athletes until someone tells them they have to do it differently and with these super conferences forming as we've seen the big 10 adding so many more teams along with the sec versus the other conferences who are still just sort of dwindling around do you think we get to a point where as we've seen in college football the four team uh college football playoff now we're expanding that out do you think we ever get to a point where there's enough teams to where the tv money would be monumental enough and it would add i don't know we'll talk about the variables to this but a college football playoff within the conferences to actually win the conference so not just uh, the two best teams play for the conference title but a four team or an eight team playoff when you have 24 or 36 teams in a conference and then they battle it out to ultimately win the conference and then along the way some of those other teams get more wins on their resume is it something that will ever come to fruition so much
0: like your North Dakota State question, I think we have to put a time limit on this because 20 years, 30 years down the road, who knows? So I'm going to say within the next 10 years. Can we frame it within the, sure. that framework? Okay, In the
1: next decade, right? So two, In the next decade. 2033.
0: So I sat down and I wrote this down. Okay. And we have talked about this particular thing previously on the show because I'm like, eventually there's going to be two big conferences, the Big Ten and SEC. And you said, no, 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 no. And you made a great point. And I think you were right and I was wrong. You were like, no, the Big Wait, What was not- that? What was that? I don't know. If you didn't hear it the first time, I definitely <laughs> <ain't> repeat. <laughs> but I thought about it, I'm like, dang, um, what I said earlier. And so for me, I, okay, the Big Ten's only going to take so many teams because you got to be worth the money. Like Oregon might be worth the money, but not Oregon State. Okay, Washington not Washington State. Stanford not Cal. That type of deal. North Carolina apparently not Duke, uh, so to speak, because we know Big Ten's trying to woo Virginia, North Carolina those are the schools that I mentioned so I think there's going to be two major conferences and then a third major conference of all the teams that the SEC and the Big Ten don't want and they just kind of come together as a conglomerate and I, I think it's going to be the Big 12 I think the ACC is going to dissolve because I don't think you're going to get a Cal or a Utah to travel to the East Coast a ton although USC UCLA might have something to say about that but my thought is the Big 12 because geographically they're in the middle so all these I don't want to call them reject teams, but teams that don't have a conference coming together, it's easier if they're in the Big 12, okay? So I think that's the third conference. So looking at three, let's say, 20-team conferences as opposed to two 36-team conferences because I do think three 20-team conferences are more likely because the Big Ten, SEC, each school gets more money if they're right. pickier with who they bring in. So bear with me. All right. I, I made a lot of notes for this. Okay, right. I took time to make notes, all right, now if I can read them. <laughs> will be the whole other question <laughs> all right let's say the big 10 has 20 teams so my first thought and we know they're getting rid of divisions but just bear with me here my thought process two 10 okay. team divisions okay so every team plays nine division opponents those are your conference games every year three non-conference games there's your 12 regular season games so the two division champions play each other in the conference game so what you're proposing is more than to get ga- two teams you said all the way up to eight i only went up to four So you could have the two top teams in each division play a division championship game. Then those teams play in the conference championship game. Or you could say there's no divisions, which is what I think you're proposing. And then the top four teams play at the end of that. And so those are what you're talking about. Okay. Initially, I was like, dude, this is a great idea. You're right. Nobody else has brought this up. But here's what occurred to me. The 12-team playoff. And this facade, this mirage of player safety that they don't really give a crap about, but they have to give the appearance of. So we talk about a 12-team playoff with a 12-team regular season plus a current conference championship game as it is now. You're talking 12 regular season games, a 13th championship game. And if you're a five through 12 seed, you're gonna have to play four games to win the national title. That's 17 games. If you're a one through four with a buy, you still got to play 16 games. I love your idea. I'm not saying it won't happen in 20 years, 30 years, in 10 years. I think people are still gonna have the mindset of getting used to playing that many games. And so they're not going to be on the bandwagon of, hey, let's have a playoff within the conferences too. What say you?
1: I would I would first of all say on the player safety part of it, I think we've come a long way in the last 10 to 15 years in understanding more about player safety, um, figuring out ways to make the equipment safer. And I think the NFL is a prime example of someone that lost billions of dollars in a lawsuit about concussions, but has expanded out their season, right? They added an additional wild card team. Uh, you know, they, they figured out ways to implement more football and play on Thursdays, I mind you, on a short week without getting skewered by the PR police. So I know that's bigger, faster, stronger, and next level up, you're getting paid full salaries to go out there as your career. But I think they could be used as a litmus test to go, hey, they're playing more games And the player safety aspect of this isn't as big of a concern a decade from now when I believe player safety will still be front and center, but still.
0: Jeff, are you there?
1: Continue to see as we move forward, at least, is depending on who's at the top of the conference and what their vision is as the commissioner, how much they can convince the school presidents that this is the right idea. So if you get an old school individual that is all about sort of the college model of the past, but is running a conference now and understands where we are as far as the landscape is concerned, maybe you don't get to a college playoff within the conferences, but man, they're going to dangle a bunch of, if if this catches wind from the networks, which by the way, why wouldn't the executives at ESPN and Fox and CBS not be listening to the big 10 show? Uh yeah if, tell if, me about if, it. If they catch wind of this and there's some sort of conversation that starts to snowball, I wouldn't be shocked if this is something that's at least kicked around and once you get to a certain number of teams then it becomes a real conversation. I think we're I think we're a handful of years away from that because I don't think with I mean, maybe they do it with 4 teams once you get to 20. Uh and and again if we just have 3 conferences of 20 we're not too far away from that in the Big Ten and the SEC. So, man, I, I just feel like there's so much money to be made from doing something like this, and you could work it into where you reduce one of your conference games, and you make it like a flex schedule to where that okay, you have your last conference game against your your conference foe, Wisconsin, Minnesota, you know, Nebraska, Iowa, Michigan, Michigan, uh, Michigan, Ohio State, whatever. And then there's like this 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 flex week or two, right? And you don't know who you're playing until that final week is done. And all the teams that don't make the playoff, bam, you got you got two or three games that you're, two games you're playing the next two weeks. You make it, bam, you're playing in the in the playoff. Maybe it's just one week because again, if you lose, you're done. I just feel like they could be flexible with the schedule and find a way to do this and make a bunch of money and at the end of the year I don't if I'm gonna I'm not one that likes to play off anyways I like the old BCS model I want the two best teams that have the best regular season record to play for a championship because I think the regular season should matter they've already Thank told you. us that, that doesn't matter Thank you. Yep. the regular season doesn't mean anything anymore it's how you do against certain teams and how you do at the end of the year more so which is re, you know recency bias I just feel like man there could be a play for this
0: so first of all, a couple of things. You and I have never discussed whether we actually like the playoff system or not. That is a whole plethora of shows in a, to itself. Let's discuss that one day. For now, let's table it. I think the biggest thing you have going for you in your argument okay, is NIL because sure. these are supposed to be student-athletes, right? Let's right. be honest. We're getting away from that image and that mirage as well, which is really what it was. And if we start to see these athletes making hundreds of thousands or even potentially millions of dollars, they're going to view it, like you said, similarly to the NFL. Well, hey, you guys, this is what you do for a living. This is your profession. Shut up and go play football. Shut 100%. up and do And so I don't think we're there yet. I predict not in 10 years. 11 years, just so you're wrong, that this is when this takes place. I predict in year 11, this takes over. Okay, so that's my prediction. But you make a fair point, and I think NIL is your biggest supporter because the more money these athletes make, the less player safety is going to be important because they're going to be viewed more as professionals or semi-pros than they are college athletes and or amateurs.
1: All right, now let's get to another topic here as we truck along here on the Big Ten Show. And I I can't wait to come back to this You know when we hear – this December, oh, there's two more teams coming to the Big Ten and we're we're, you know, near that twenty mark. Cause I feel like that's sort of the number where it makes more sense when we get to mm-hmm. the twenty and, and et cetera. But um and, and I'm I'm not gonna give credit to this individual because I cannot remember the dude's name. Uh, but he has a great show. Uh I watch it all the time about college football. I'm totally blanking on it, but we're gonna steal it away.
0: Way to be a great journalist.
1: Dude, I've always claimed to be a gas bagger, not a journalist. All right. So go
0: ahead. I'll, I'll look it up. I got it. Go ahead.
1: You can find it. Um, yeah. but I'm gonna start with this. So the college football playoff, we have a national championship game after the, you know, after the playoff concludes, we get two teams playing for the Natty. Should we come up with one site where the national championship is always played? Now, if you think about this from an NFL perspective, they rotate the Super Bowl. If it's the NBA finals, if it's the NHL finals, if it's the MLB, World Series, all of final that. Final four, final fi- four. Final fours rotated, home teams, uh, it, you know, rotate throughout the World Series, the NHL finals, and the NBA finals. This would be unique. And college football has always been unique. It'd be more like golf, right? Where the Masters has always played at Augusta. Uh, that that's the that's the only comp I could really think of where we always put that the, the US Open rotates, the PGA championship rotates, the open championship uh, across the pond rotates.
0: College World Series, men's and women's, as always. Omaha, there you go. There you go,
1: Omaha and Oklahoma City. Should we have one site, like Omaha, that's probably the best comp because it's college sports, where you always play the national championship. What do you think of that idea? And the idea that came out was, let's have it be at the Rose Bowl.
0: So, again, bear with me with this. So, it's, it's Josh Pate, okay? I hope I I'm bet, saying Josh. his last name right. and He's at Late Kick Josh on Twitter. Check him out. Okay, so I literally sent this screenshot to Jeff. I was like, we should talk about this, too. So, we're giving proper credit, and we are kind of journalists. Here, all right, with some sort of integrity. So, here are my thoughts. I said, I'm just going to read what I wrote. Awesome. Initially, love it for so many reasons. Ultimately, though, no. It creates disadvantages in favor of local schools. The difference between golf, which you brought up, and college sports is college sports are recruiting. Golf is not recruiting, okay? They're not recruiting to play at these certain sites or schools. You earn it by how you play throughout the year. USC, UCLA, you don't think they'd have a huge advantage being no. right next to the Rose no. Bowl? No. no, why, no, no. Uh, you don't think Oklahoma has a huge advantage with the Women's no. College World Series being right no, there every no, year no, with three straight no, national no. titles and a 1,000-game no. win streak says otherwise? No.
1: Okay. No, no, I don't sense. know why
0: Nebraska's not better at baseball. We'll get to that That's later. I mean, day. Yeah. You can take shots at me later with that one, okay? Uh, so here's uh, what I wrote. All right, there's more money to be made when moving it around. People get excited going to different sites, going to different locations, as opposed to going to the same location every year. I, You know, baseball, college baseball doesn't get the same kind of hype as basketball and football. Part of me, I can't help but wonder, it's always the same location. It's, it's, it's not a des- – like the, the major bowl games used to be orange, rose, sometimes sugar, cotton, and uh, fiesta. I'm sorry, rose. I'm, I'm speaking to tell you. Sugar, orange, rose, and then the, the cotton and fiesta have kind of rotated which one's more important over the years it was cotton then fiesta took over and now cotton's probably taken over a little bit. but again my point is people want to go different locations they want to go to different spots okay but what was created by the major bowl games always being in the same spot is i'll tell you right now there were certain people who weren't always excited to go to the orange bowl every year from nebraska or some people always going michigan ohio state going to the rose bowl once you've been there three out of four years it's not as exciting okay also it created recruiting disadvantages which schools tend to win those bowl games more usc Miami of Florida. Florida State, talking about the Orange Bowl. The schools that are closer to home tend to have more success. It's a home field advantage. It's a recruiting disadvantage. And I don't know that it's ginormous, but you can't say it doesn't exist. All right, let's see what else I got here. Here's what I got as well. Okay, first of all, I wish the playoffs were set up a little bit different, but the way it currently is, the first four playoff games, once we go to a 12-team playoff, will be at home college sites. Then the next four will be at the the four major bowl game sites. So it's a neutral site, so to speak. I wish it was until the national championship game, always at a college site, a college home field, so to speak, until the national title game. Kind of like the regular season for college football is always played on a home field until you get to the conference championship games. Okay? And so for me, it's not that way. So here's my my thought. Let's preserve some of that same old school college nostalgia that has kind of been obliterated, but let's preserve it a little bit in the aspect of trying to preserve not just the rose, but the cotton, the Viesta, the sugar, or orange, whichever four you want to prioritize. Okay, because my thought was, imagine just blowing up the NCAA basketball tournament. Just blowing it up and not preserving any sort of semblance of it. And so I wanted to preserve it. I wanted to create less of an imbalance. I wanted to create unique more destinations. Now, what you... for? fans to go to, players to go to. We went to the – I had a blast at the alabama Bowl my, my redshirt freshman year. Blast. When we went my junior year, I was 40% as excited to go, even though we were playing uh, a Michigan team. That turned out to be probably one of the most exciting bowl games uh, I've ever been a part of and or seen. So here's my thought. Okay. All right. Make the Rose Bowl the most intriguing If you have these four major bowl game sites as your second round sites, not college home fields, which it should be always make the Rose Bowl, the most intriguing matchup of those four, whatever it is, just make it the most intriguing. Okay. And make the second round of playoffs eventually one day, if you want to college home field sites, because if you did that, then I'd be much more open because now, well, how do we preserve any sort of college football nostalgia at that point? Because if the second round is on college home fields, then I'd be much more likely, much more open to say, hey, let's keep it at the Rose Bowl more often because at least we're preserving something, which would be the Rose Bowl. Right now, I, pre- I feel like we can preserve more things until we get to the point, which I think we will one day, when all the playoff games are at college home sites, but we're not there yet. Hope okay, I don't right.
1: really buy too much that it's the home field advantage thing. I mean, maybe. Um, I, I never played the game, so I don't know. Like, I always feel like, dude, does it matter that you get on a plane and go play somewhere? Like, this road, this home field advantage thing, I think, is for the birds. Okay, but I never played, so I don't know.
0: Can I just point out one thing before you go on? Yeah. Just real quick. Okay. Is that a yes or a no? You're just going to yes, stare at me with your oh, pen up your yes, nose that's or what? A yes. it was Why do you th- – right? do you really – so, over the years, do you think the Pac-10 slash 12 is a stronger conference than the Big Ten? No. Yet, the Pac-10-12 has a, a win-loss advantage over the Big Ten and the Rose Bowl consistently. Why is that? And it's really not close over the years.
1: The reason is, the top of the Pac-12, I always felt, has been more athletic and better athletes. So, in a one-game scenario, I think they have an advantage against a you know, pound-it-out, wear-you-down Big Ten. I think over the course of a season, tougher to play in the Big Ten. Are you One aware single of the game national...
0: Are you worth the national championship games? A one-game scenario? Did you know that
1: one-game situation <laughs> for USC or whoever? And I don't even—I don't even know. You better look those stats up. That doesn't feel like it's as accurate as you're telling me uh, about the Big Ten and the Pac-12. I don't know the record. Okay, right, you look that go up. Ahead, go ahead. So I'm going to—I'm going to explain why I—I I, I don't really care if it's at the Rose Bowl always or not. I just feel like, just like the Super Bowl, don't put it in a cold weather environment. Okay. I thought the New York Super Bowl was stupid. Thought the Minneapolis Super Bowl was stupid, even though it was indoors. The fans don't get to experience it. It's about the experience of the fans as much as it is about the players sometimes. So I don't like the cold weather venues. I want nothing with weather affecting the game itself. So I just think New Orleans, Dallas, Arizona, California, and as much as I love South Beach, it can get a little rainy, man. And unless there's a roof on it, I'm not a big fan of playing a national championship game where you could have torrential downpours. So I that's my only complaint. Like, let's make it indoor stadiums in Dallas and New Orleans, uh, indoor stadium in Arizona, and you could play it out in Pasadena. Rarely do you get bad weather in Southern California. So that, that would be my only complaint uh, if we had to go multiple locations. But if you told me it was always going to be at the Rose Bowl, I would not be mad about that scenario. Do You have a record all time here.
0: I I was not able to find it. I was hoping you would talk longer. You normally do, Uh, but I was not able to find it in that short amount of time. Here's what I know. I know the Pac-10 has the win-loss percentage record advantage over the Big Ten, and I know it's not close. Um, It's it's worse than 60-40, if I remember correctly um normally you talk much longer what happened i'm there? looking Anyways. right
1: now man because this is intriguing to me all right like game records uh, oh this is gonna this is this is yeah this I, I told you
0: it. it goes game by game it doesn't give you an overall i did it at okay. one point i also did uh oh, 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 as of 2014 okay.
1: the pac 12 holds a slight edge over the big 10 with 33 to 30 wins and that was 2014
0: well, okay. In my defense, I was so in college there. when I—I I was in college when I looked this up, and the Pac-12 has sucked
1: since I was in college. So, did you have to thousand. write the newspaper and have them write it back to you? I mean, it there was, there was, was probably, no internet when you were in school, man. A lot of the people—I'm not lying
0: to the people. It was probably a thousand to nine, and the Pac-12 has just sucked so much since then. It's gone to. 30, he had to 30,
1: 30. write in the newspaper and ask a question and wait till the next Sunday for them to print it out for him. That's how that came out.
0: So here's the deal. Not to backtrack too far in the conversation, but I'm going to backtrack a ways. Um, okay. okay. Because I've always thought they should do this. Going back to college, uh, the, the conference championship weekend, okay? because we got onto, onto the Rose Bowl track, right. and I wanted to make this point, and I forgot. The number one team from the Big Ten East, number one team from the Big Ten West play every year, as we know. And eventually it's going to be the top two teams with no divisions. Even if right. you go top four teams, no divisions, however you want to do it. Right. That means if there's a 20-team team Big Ten, there's 16 teams sitting there idle. And so when there was divisions, my thought was have the number two team from the Big Ten West play the two from the East, three, three, four, four, In all the way the final week, week of the year. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the Big Ten did that once. They stole my idea once during COVID? the COVID season, yeah. and that was it. Why don't we do it every year? Why are they sitting at home on their butts? Now, I'm not ducking your Pac-12, Big Ten, win-loss record, okay? Uh, I just wanted to re- go right. back to that. I brought it back up when I didn't have to. I had successfully maneuvered away from it. Okay, I stand by the fact that the weaker conference has the better overall win-loss record versus the stronger conference, in large part due to proximity, in large part due to whether they're familiar with, in large part due to it helps them recruiting their top-end teams and making them better. So I'm still right. All
1: right, Even man. I'm gonna I'm throw wrong, one right. more topic, one more <laughs> topic at you. Okay, I know we got like okay. a couple minutes left, so I'm gonna have you take your pick. Okay. okay. Um, who, who? This is a simple one. Who's gonna have a better year? Cade McNamara, and this is a this is transfer news, right? Big Ten quarterback yep. transfer news. Cade yep. McNamara going from Michigan to Iowa. Okay. Or Jeff Sims going from Georgia Tech to Nebraska.
0: Georgia Tech to Nebraska, Jeff Sims. I don't have high expectations for Cade going to Iowa. Anyone who has to play in the Iowa offense while Baby Ferentz is still in charge. Sorry. I've called him Baby Ferentz for years on the Character Chronicles. I don't know if I ever have here, but I'm going to start doing it here. Until Baby Ferentz is no longer the OC, I don't get excited about anyone, unless you're a tight end, who plays offense at the University of Iowa. O-line and tight end, if you play any other position, good luck to you. That's not even Nebraska bias. That's just more, I don't believe in Baby
1: Ferentz. Sorry. I think this year the seed is hot, pressure's on. They have spent the all. You're going to see a totally revamped offense no, you're not. Iowa this year. It's they're going to put three be... tight ends
0: out there, four tight no, ends, it's gonna eight be offensive totally linemen.
1: Different. Spread it out. They're going to have you know no back in the backfield, shotgun. You're crazy. Cage you back to going to be chucking they're it gonna around.
0: Have, they're going to have eight offensive linemen and three backs with no quarterback. That's what they're going to run
1: going to look like they're playing in the spread it's going to it look like an NFL offense baby ferrets is going to save his job they're going to score 28 points per game uh it's 26. going to be it's 25.1 it's, <laughs> <going to, laughs> it's going to be <laughs> Iowa's football at its finest I'll take Cade McNamara over Sims hey uh, anything else you want to say quick before I kick you out of here one quick
0: question it's because you can't handle me all right one quick question serious question because sure. there is a team that's been Iowa, but a little bit better on a more consistent basis. I don't say that disrespectfully. I say it factually. Wisconsin, who is legit trying to spread out their offense. My question for you, I think over time they'll be successful, but year one, will they be more successful year one in their new offense they're trying to implement than they've been recently in their heavy power run offense that they've had? In no, the man, it's going to
1: take a little bit of time. I just think okay. I was listening to Luke Fickle on the Believe in the Badgers podcast the other day and. I just don't think he's putting a lot of pressure on year one to be a home run season, and I think that's good. Because if it is, great. But if not, you give yourself that leeway that, hey, you know, we're taking our time to be successful. So, no, man, I'm, I'm good with it taking time too because I think Luke Fickle, wherever he's been, filling in there at, at TOSU or going to Cincinnati, um, I think he's done a really good job. So, yeah, it going take How a little long time. Will it
0: take? How long will it take?
1: I think by year three, they're looking like, the offense he wants, and probably.
0: Do you think Baby, baby Ferentz is still around in year three? Yes,
1: yes, I do. That's the Big Ten show. As another page has turned here on the program, iTunes, Spotify, YouTube. Check us out on all those places. Adam, be well. Till next time, we'll talk to you guys around the corner. Take care. There we go. Cool. It stopped on me. Nice. So. So, oh no! It's not. It's still good.